Hey guys, Taylor here with Game Devs Quest for this week's quick tip. Here's the Visual Studio tip. If you need to comment or uncomment a block of code, use the hotkeys. First, highlight the code. To comment, press Ctrl-K, then Ctrl-C. To uncomment, press Ctrl-K, then Ctrl-U. It's as easy as that. Game Devs everybody and hello and welcome to this week's episode of game devs quest your once weekly podcast following two bros from game dev scrubs into more than that uh which means butt stuff <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm rhett i'm taylor what's up guys dude i was i was hoping you would throw that in there uh, I, I thought like that maybe you would disapprove if I did for some reason, and I was like, "Nah, let, I gotta be genuine." No, <laughs> I that gotta was be genuine. That was so funny. I can't remember the well. So what happened was uh, yesterday I was gonna stream some work. Well, I did stream, but I was preparing to stream some work on the new one game a month for January. And our good buddy Jago, who lives over in Belgium. Uh, he doesn't catch my streams too often because of the time difference. And so he was like, dude, I'm going to stay up and wait for your stream to start. And I was like, what time is that going to be? And he's like, 6 a.m. And this was like four hours before I started. I was like, dang, all right. Uh, okay, let's let's do it. And so then a little ways uh, after that, maybe an hour to two hours after, he was like talking to me, like throwing some memes around about being tired and stuff. And then... I was like, yeah, sorry, dude, not gonna, not gonna stream. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> after that, like, it ended up being talking about me being an asshole. And then I think Geki was saying, like, you know, Game Devs Quest, your once weekly podcast chronicling two scrubs journey, uh, you know, into game dev and butt stuff or something. <laughs> and more than that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, that was pretty funny. Anyways, what's up, dude? How's your How's your week? Oh, not too bad. Um, yeah, just slowly been getting over like the worst cold of all time, and uh, <coughs> there's there's some proof for you. A little cough. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, just um, trying to stay busy uh, in light of the holiday weekend. Um, People might recall last week uh, I had you and uh, our buddy Kurt over to record the book club and he recorded an episode of Game Devs Quest. And um, and then, yeah, I guess that was on Saturday. Kurt came back over on New Year's Eve again. And, uh, and then uh, Monday, which was New Year's Day, uh, by the way, Taylor, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year, dude. Crazy. Got to rein it in. I know. 2018. Uh, yeah, that day was just spent kind of recouping and relaxing and getting ready for the week. And then it's just been kind of a whirlwind. I've been off to the races, running around and uh, working a lot. Um, it's kind of crazy. Like the week's already like over, I guess, kind of. I mean, I know, but it's not for me because I got more stuff coming up tomorrow. I got fo- I got Forge all day. Oh, cool. Um, doing some blacksmithing tomorrow. Uh, and then Sunday I got to work some more. 
Um, I guess Sunday technically is like the start of my week. I I guess I don't know. Yeah, but it's been kind of a whirlwind. I've been (laughs) reading like way more than I should be for some reason. I've been writing a ton. Um, It's just like yeah, kind of kind of a. I've been analyzing my my list of 100 things to do and just trying to like you know chip away and stay positive about some of the easier stuff you know. Um, Yeah, man, I've been thinking a lot about ever since last week when we were talking about goals and everything i've been thinking a lot about what my goals are for the year and i have a couple that i think are pretty solid um the ones i'm I'm most excited for are um so i'm on my fourth month of one game a month i finished the jam factory on uh what was that i guess i streamed december 31st was that sunday yeah, so yeah. I finished. Yeah, I yeah, finished yeah, yeah. Because I remember I, I was talking to Kurt. I saw your, I saw your tweet or maybe I don't know your post on the on Discord about being done for the night. Yeah, that felt pretty good. Uh, but uh, yeah, you finished at like ten or eleven or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty late. Um, I stayed home and streamed, whereas Alia went out with her friends. <laughs> I was invited, <laughs> but I stayed home. Uh, yeah, so. Going back to goals, though, I'm on my fourth month of one game a month. My goal this year is to hit 12 straight months, counting last year's uh, uh, three that I did. So I'll be done in September. Yeah, September will be my last month. So I want to hit the 12 straight months of one game a month, which is like a huge achievement on the site. Like he gives you XP and stuff for different... uh, quests that you've completed and hitting 12 straight months is like i think it might give you the most xp in the whole site for hitting 12 straight months so that'll be cool if you do 12 straight months you become one game a month that's right dude (laughs) uh so i'm excited for that uh after i'm done with 12 straight months of one game a month i want to kind of look for a more long-term game um I want to spend the rest of the year working on a single game idea and Mm -hmm. uh, trying to polish it and make it something that I could put up for sure on like steam. Um, And I don't know if, I don't know if my goal is to have it finished by the end of the year or just to like really start pushing forward on a, a full blown game you know, that, that would be published in like 2019. Yeah. But, uh, I'm excited for that. I feel like just by doing one game a month, I'm going to grow a lot. I'm going to learn a lot. Um, I do want to finish the, uh, Udemy course that one of the Udemy courses that I bought, which is another one from Ben Tristam and game dev TV. It's his RPG course, um, which has a lot more kind of intermediate to advanced unity topics that it covers. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. And then, uh, what else do I have? I want to do a lot more reading, obviously going to do, I want to do 12, 12 books for our book club. And then on top of that, I'd like to do five books that are related to game development, whether it's programming stuff or something like blood, sweat and pixels. Yeah, Um, dude. Have you read any of that yet? Blood, sweat and pixels? I have not. I, I actually, um, yesterday went to go i wanted to check it out at the library and when i checked it would it had just been checked out so i'm gonna pick it up when it gets returned to the library so dude you're reading uh, it right now right 
Yeah, it's really good. Yeah? <laughs> it's better than I thought it would be, to be honest. Really? Um, yeah. <coughs> you know, it's uh, it's written a little bit more, like, uh, journalistically. Okay. Uh, because the author uh, is a journalist, I think, for, like, Kotaku or something, you know? Something like yeah. that. Um, but... Yeah, it's really good. Also, super disheartening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Like, um, basically every telling story you it's is so pretty impossible. much about... What? I said basically telling you, like, becoming a, a successful game developer is impossible, or what? <laughs> well, the only, uh, the only idea I got out of it is that there's just, like, no freaking way on Earth, like, a person should, like, work for a big, develop- uh, big developer uh, oh, when I making see. games. Oh, I see. Like, because of all the crunch and all that stuff, dude. Like, even the top guys at Obsidian, who you know, Obsidian did Kotor two, they did Fallout New Vegas, and they'd done a bunch of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But they're also responsible for one of my favorite games uh, ever. Uh, maybe ever is a strong word, but Pillars of Eternity, which is really freaking good. Um, yeah. That was, like, the game that saved their studio after, like, they laid off, like, half of their firm, and they're, like, constantly trying to figure out how to make money, and the freaking, like, owner of the company or whatever it was, like, told us two top guys, like, if this game doesn't ship on this date, like, you guys are done. And he meant it. Like, he was so serious. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you guys, just really uh, it's just so... Yeah, it is super cutthroat. Now, on one hand, I understand kind of the cutthroat thing, like when you're answering to big studios and publishers and things like that, but they weren't. This was a Kickstarter campaign. Like, it was all their money. Like, you know, it was their yeah. money. And yeah. I don't know. It just, like, really, really peeved me off. I will say, though, it kind of has reaffirmed my belief that I think, like, one of the places I, I really would, like, if, you know, if I could break in and have it my way, like, I would love to be a writer for games. Oh yeah. And like hearing them talk about Chris Avalon and stuff who's a really big part of Obsidian and Tim Kane who kind of did the Fallout series like really inspired me because I don't uh, like I just love writing and telling stories and I love creating stuff and ideas from scratch and seeing that that's like a huge part of the process is like super inspiring too. So I will say that part's inspiring, but then <laughs> everything else is just like this yeah, that's <laughs> there's no way you can work for a big studio. Yeah. Well, like and so I, I kind of what? Sorry, one last thing. Like yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, like I kind of, <clears throat> it's hard to say, like where this, like how much the stress carries over from being a big thing, because it's like you know, I I kind of follow the team that made FTL pretty close. You know, they were like the my exposure to, to game developers conference and all that sort of thing on the, uh, their postmortem of FTL, and now they're making a really good game that looks badass. It's called Into the Breach, and it's like a, a turn-based tile, you know, tactical mecha game mm-hmm. uh like mech fighter type thing yeah um and it looks totally dope and i'm like this is a sweet ass passion project and they even admit like there's well there's not that much pressure like you don't get to make two ftls in a row you know what i mean right. like we're just gonna do our best to make a game we want i'm like that's what i'm fucking talking about like yeah. what does it take to get into game development that way you know like the where it's chilled out and like you know i get <laughs> and maybe you gotta create ftl but yeah. <laughs> i don't know just well, that's, weird that's where like so what i was gonna say is listening to the podcasts that i i listen to that are about game development you know i really like the indie side and what studios are doing we talk all the time about uh butterscotch shenanigans but like their studio is awesome like they treat their people right 
you know, their, their heart is just in the right spot. Um, whereas like you go from that to game dev unchained where they're in the game development business, you know, like the triple a business and everything. And like, they're jumping from studio to studio, like they'll work on a project. And then when the project's done, they all get laid off and go somewhere else. And it just sounds like intense, but that's what happens when you go from, you know, making a game that might make maybe a million dollars to like a game where people invest like $50 million and they're hoping to get like 250 million out of it, you know? It's a, it's a big difference. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, that is like kind of this, this silver lining, you know, it's like you do, I listen to, you know, like the butterscotch team and it's like, damn, they're doing it right. And they're like making shit they're passionate about. And every week they come on their podcast and they sound super hyped to be doing what they love. Yep. But then exactly. you read blood, sweat and pixels and it's like, this is not the case you know, <laughs> yeah. for everybody. Right. Well, that's why you hear that number thrown around that people who are in the industry uh, typically last five years and they go to something else. Yeah. So it's sad that like I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like it's sad that a lot of our work culture is geared that way. Chew you up and spit you out. You know, like Bailey, uh, my wife has a a, a new job and you know kind of all about it. Yeah. I'm not going to go into too much detail because people hate it, but uh but like that's a job with like an expiration date like pretty clearly stamped across the front of it. And you know, yeah. and some people manage to go their whole careers working nothing but that job and that's, you know, great for them. Like those that are takes a special type kind of, of person, people. man. That is a special type of person. And they yeah. they like I don't necessarily I guess it, believe in this, but it's like almost like they have a a, a calling to it, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're called to do it and they have the personality and the mindset uh, to be able to handle that level of stressful work that has no reward right. other than the work itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and so I've, I've just been thinking about that a lot lately. And most workplaces, it seems like they do that. They, don't, they just don't care about their workers. And granted, like, you know, some of the stories I've read in Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, like, they do care, but the bottom line is like what's most important and the money right. comes and goes, you know, the money goes just as quick as it comes. It seems like, yeah. Um, which, you know, Hey, whatever. I don't know, but it always makes me think, uh, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> where I was going that, but there's a larger conversation to be had about workplace culture. Yeah, um, for sure, man. And that's something like, and I, yeah, I sorry think to keep it. Yeah, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you go. Yeah, no, that's just something that over time, as you get into the job force, like, God, it's just, it's crazy. Like, you hear all these stories about like people um, landing these amazing jobs with just like awesome benefits, and it's really flexible, and just like the culture's amazing. And then, like, for the most part, what I've seen is it's not like terrible. Like I've never really had like a really bad experience, but I just, it (laughs) feels like it's not real. You know what I mean? Like most people I think are just literally grinding for every single penny that they can get. And uh, that can lead us down a whole political topic that we don't need to talk about, but (laughs) yeah. Well, even politics aside, even politics aside, I I think that 
what we're talking about is is exactly what makes like having a passion project so important. Yep. And anybody that's listening that's obviously like game dev has some level of importance to you. Um and uh it, it's those types of things that I think like give the grind like more of a purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you get well, to sort of fund your hobbies. <laughs> what? I was going to say at least for me, it's like by having this kind of passion project, it it kind of gives me like life outside of work and right. and makes it so that it it feels feasible that I won't always have to be grinding, you know? And that's I yeah. think that's like everybody's dream. Like they want to do work that they love. So if you have this passion project like game dev for us or whatever, like dude, if you can make that a reality and make it your full-time gig and make it sustainable, wow. That is Yeah. That is the life, dude. <laughs> More power to you, man. And yep. and games is a is a multi-billion dollar industry and all it takes for you to make uh, a living is just a small slice of that. Yep. And there's definitely enough to go around. Yep. Um got to find your so pond, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> got to find Chris, your pond. Hell yeah. Back to the Chris Deli on uh Yeah, analogy. enjoy game dev. Yep. Yeah. That was a great talk, man. You got to find your pond. And I um yeah, and it's tough, you know, we kind of live in a world where, like, we're defined by what our jobs are, you know, in a way. Like, we're not as bad as, say, a place like Japan, <laughs> but um, but we're almost there. And I'm, I'm always quick to remind people, it's like, you know, people are like, well, what do you do for a living? I'm like, why does that matter? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it always, almost makes me sound like a douche when I say it, but it's like, you want to know me? The real question is, what what do you do that literally does nothing for you but like lose, drains time and money and you, <laughs> but you still do it because you love it right okay well then you get a picture of like who i am and i think then that way you get a picture of who you are too right yeah well i sure. played in a band and i did all this and it's like great did you make any money he's like no <laughs> <laughs> in fact i spent money on merch i spent <laughs> money on recording i spent money on gas to drive to shows to play for free mm-hmm. oh well, why did you do it it's like what what because <laughs> it enriched our lives man Dude, for sure. Yeah. Same thing with game dev. Like, you know, and that's why I always talk to people and it's like they have these hobbies and they want to make something of themselves or whatever with it, but then they aren't willing to like, they're only willing to put time in. They don't want to put money in. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, then how much does your hobby mean to you? And I'm not saying like you got to pay to play or you got to pay to win. That's not the case. But, <laughs> but you know, I, I think any real hobby Granted, you can get into budget stuff for sure. There's all sorts of free tools for game dev. Mm-hmm. But um, but if you don't want to pay the fee to have your, your game up on Google Play or up on Steam, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you got to put a little money in it with no promise of return. Right. Um, maybe that means, like, buying, the, buying some, like, uh, texture pack from some artist, you know, or buying some music to, like, flesh out your game. Like, mm-hmm. you want to make a great – it's like it's like Christopher Kaitila said. You know, his first his first puzzle game was a complete flop, and then he spent $2,000 or $3,000 on art, and that's been his most successful game to date. He's mm-hmm. made more than $100,000 off of its uh, 10-year life doing that, you know, which isn't, which isn't much, but it's a lot at the same time, you know? Yeah. Totally, man. And I'm one of those guys who's a cheapskate, as we all know. <laughs> so I don't, I yeah. try not to spend much money, but I definitely have invested 
at least like a hundred bucks into game dev. You know, I bought Pico you... Eight. I bought the different uh, courses that we're, we've gone through and uh, the different conferences and stuff. And it's all they've yeah. all helped to enrich the experience. So for sure, for sure. And and I it... mean, think about where this. Think about where we'd be or where our podcast would be without without game dev TV's first Udemy course. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like we wouldn't be anywhere. Yep. And that costs money. You know, granted it was 10 bucks, but sometimes you got to put your money where your mouth is. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And you might be cheap. You might be really cheap. Cheapest person I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, it's like you know how to put Red, your Don't make me talk is. about that train in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, dude? Like, yeah. you were like the first one, like, first person to like volunteer to like buy me concert tickets and stuff, you know, like back in the day and it's because you knew like you'd have more fun if i was there you know not necessarily that i'm the life of the party but like (laughs) experiences worth having with your friends are like valuable you know so yeah exactly yeah i was listening uh, to a gam keto podcast uh, with tim ruswick who's uh what is it game dev underground i think is what his company used to be and he's big into uh like uh what's the word shoot i'm blanking uh spread like spreading the word oh marketing god why did i forget that he he his company was marketing company and he'd say he, he got all these game developers who you know made great games and they were like yeah and i spent 50 dollars on marketing and and i you know i figured that was a scam you know 50 dollars just disappeared you know well it doesn't really work like that right there's a lot of stuff you can do that's fr- that's free but um you know there's a lot of other valuable things you can get by putting in the money so just all depends yeah. on return of it return of investment you know so anyways um my week was busy dude i uh i finished the jam factory on on uh, sunday sunday night or sunday i worked uh you know the day before new year's and then i spent the rest of the day when I got home, um, jamming on the Jam Factory, and I finished it, and it felt pretty good. Um, the game itself it looks is, great. Thank you. Yeah, it's probably the most polished game I've made, um, but I'm still not fully satisfied. There's definitely some things I'd like to improve on. Um, it was kind of cool because like Krasenstein and another streamer, Joshachu, um, played my game on their streams and it was cool like watching them and seeing seeing their reactions and i noticed at first like they didn't really get it and it took them a couple tries to to figure it out so you keep hearing these things about you know people who just sit in their their basement or whatever like working on their game and like don't show it to anybody but it really does make a difference like they helped me notice a couple bugs uh just by watching them play for like literally five minutes you know so that was pretty cool. Um, I had a lot of fun with the sound in Jam Factory. I don't know if I was talking about um, Beatbox at all, but there's this website called Beatbox that Maddykins showed me. And it's basically like this uh, browser, uh, I don't know, music development software. And it just basically has like this piano roll with four different instruments, and you can kind of like customize. Uh, their sounds a little bit and just like you know pop down notes on the piano roll and i made all of the music that way and it was like so fast and easy like i didn't know how to use the software 
And within 20 minutes, I had a finished little chiptune song, you know? And oh, so yeah. I, I made three songs that I thought were pretty solid. Uh, you guys can check them out if you want to play the Jam Factory game. Just go to uh, our HIO page. Um, and then what I ended up spending, like, most of the time on uh, my stream on Sunday was making sound effects. And somebody in my chat challenged me to make all the sound effects with my mouth. <laughs> And so everything in that game outside of the music was made with my mouth, which was really fun. And once again, proves how insane audacity is because I just did it all in audacity. So powerful. <laughs> so powerful. Yeah. The other day I was recording stuff in FL Studio mm-hmm. and I was having problem manipulating the sound the way I wanted. So I exported it to audacity real quick and then ported it back in. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking like $700 program. And I'm like, I'll take it to the free one real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Audacity is amazing. Dude, and it's so baller now. You saw it like the other day too when I like paused recording and then started up and it's just like, it's like, yeah, we'll start right here. No problem. Yeah. Like right where you <laughs> left off. No extra track needed. I'm like, this changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I love Audacity. And I I don't use it to its full potential hardly ever. But when I start like actually trying to manipulate the sounds, like add effects and stuff, it's like, dude, this thing is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... It's so cool. You know, and you could drop the pitch. You could do add all sorts of modulation and do like... It's just built-in effects and stuff are just, like, they're so powerful. Some of the most powerful I've ever seen. It's crazy. Yeah. For sure. Oh. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that was fun. So, I got another one, another uh, notch in my belt, whatever. Um, and then I started one game a month, January, first game of 2018. And the theme this month is Rebirth. So the game I've, I've started, I'm not very far um is basically like the idea i had at first was like really dark like it was going to be almost just like a really gory kind of like horror game or whatever where like uh it's this 2d action game and if you get killed you like just get respawned from the earth and it's all like gruesome and stuff kind of like the urukais or whatever in lord of the rings or uh, spawn the old like superhero anti-hero kind of guy um and then, like, I always find it helpful to start uh, drawing when when I am trying to brainstorm yeah. ideas for a game. So I typically start with pixel art, like, the first couple days. And so I knocked out some cool pixel art uh, this, this week. Um, I threw some of it out that I didn't think really fit yet. But what I was most proud of this week was uh, I was able to... So I created this little caveman character, and... Uh, all he like he just is basically naked and he has like this little loincloth kind of covering him and he's the main character in my game um and i was able to complete three different walk or run cycles for him which took a long time Uh, i've only done a couple in my brief stint with pixel art but i feel like they've turned out like pretty decent and so i have this character now in unity it's like a top-down view basically and uh, he's fully controllable. You can run him around going up, down, left, right. And, uh, you know, it changes the animation depending on the button you press. And then last night I was streaming again and kind of made this little, like, uh, shaman, like, sanctuary area where 
if you die in the game, this shaman will resurrect you through this like mud pit, basically. Um, and so I don't really have much of a game yet, but I'm really just like feeling it, like the aesthetic and um, like doing something that actually feels like a game that's familiar to people. I think will be really cool. Like it, it's yeah. already kind of making me proud and making me feel good about myself. Um, seeing something that like, you know, somebody could actually run around, explore a little world and fight things, you know, that sounds like such a cool idea, you know, or, For or sure. something cool to accomplish. Whereas like all my other games so far have just been kind of, I don't know, weird, almost experimental little games. So nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Oh, totally. They've all been fun to make and, uh, worth putting the time into i've learned a lot from all of them but i'm starting to get to the point where i i want more you know i want to make something that's of, of higher quality that people can actually have fun with like you know they uh i think the people who've played the jam factory game so far it's kind of like yeah okay that's cool i like the art <laughs> yeah well you the know? idea was it's just like shows your lateral thinking you know like yeah. in terms of the theme it's like jam you're like all right jam <laughs> raspberry it is bitch you know yeah. like, <laughs> right i don't know it's just uh, it, i thought it was pretty clever take on the theme and if the game itself isn't good well that's fine because that's not the point like the right. point is you know making one game in a month yep and you yeah. did that and it looks cool to me like i i hadn't played that one yet but uh, just like watching your stuff on Twitter and seeing other, you know, other people's reactions to it, like it looks really cool. Like yeah. I was, I was like super thrilled to like see the screenshot at the end of the month compared to like what you had on like week <laughs> one. Like yeah. it was so cool. Yeah, it's definitely a, a like it. It feels like you're in a setting. You know, like you're definitely in a jam factory. You got the boss like staring you down and like different things actually are animated and things just feel more alive um, by the animations and the sounds and stuff. So it's like it definitely changed drastically over that month. Um, and I'm proud of it. It's probably the best game I've made. Uh, but I definitely want I want to make a game that's actually fun for once, you know? <laughs> yeah, so. for sure. Probably the the most fun game that I've made um, was Castle Master Faster Blaster with you. You know, it's something the most recognizable as like a genre, like a almost like a tower defense kind of a game. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so. Yeah, the game was dope. Yeah. Um, while I'm out, while I'm at it, I guess uh, I'm also doing the Crass Jam this week. So I started that today. And that's been been pretty fun. Uh, I don't have a lot of time because tomorrow I have to go up to Portland. Um, but, For what? Oh, <laughs> so one of Alia's friends uh, is having like a get together basically, and so I'm going up with them, trying to be uh, supportive, you know. <laughs> Good for you. Yep. So that's gonna take a while because it takes like you know two hours hour and a half two hours to get up there yeah so yeah well hey we'll be in the same city oh are you going to portland yeah that's where my forge is oh that's right nice well i won't yeah, see you go, there but... kind of over in the kind of over in the selwood area it's like kind of between milwaukee portland okay nice 
And Southeast yeah, so, Portland. I think, well, I'm not really sure. I think we're going more towards like Beaverton or Tualatin or something. But That sucks. Beaverton yeah. and Tualatin suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, yeah, so for the Crass Jam, the way it works is everybody gets um, their own theme. And Krasenstein, uh, legit Twitch streamer guy that we're friends with, um, he had this website where you basically put in a seed, and the seed was uh, basically a variation of your Twitch handle. And then you generate three themes. And the themes I got were a puzzle game where you align your friends under the time limit. That's the one I actually chose because it seemed the easiest and I'm under a time restriction. The other two were kind of weird. An action game where you team up with ascended beings and you only have a few minutes to live. I could see that one being fun if I had more time. I thought of uh, some cool ideas for that one when I read your theme. Uh, well, it I, reminded me, I saw a Twitter uh, tweet the other day from somebody who uh, who was talking about like a platformer that they were making. Uh-huh. And it was like it was like half platformer, and then half. Uh, I guess I don't know what you would call it, but like imagine if you will, like uh, you know, like Super Mario Bros. Three, mm-hmm. which if you remember that one in particular, it had all the like weird backdrop things that were kind of tall, like rectangular squares, oh, yeah. things yeah, you yeah. jump on and I know what you're okay. About. Um, Okay, so imagine if you're running and you're doing this platformer thing and you can go behind some of those or you can run you know, in front of them, you jump, climb, do all this thing, but sometimes to get to the next area, you have to like press this button which like changes it into like uh, not a 3D space but like a two-dimensional space where those like rectangles would be the, the spaces in which you can move. You oh, know? okay. Uh-huh. So you're like navigating this platformer, sometimes running as a platform, sometimes navigating this, like, two-dimensional space, like, to solve puzzles and get through it, you know? Yeah. Um, so when cool. I saw that, I was thinking, like, oh, man, wouldn't it be so cool, like, if there was something like that, right, where you're just running this, like, platformer game where, like, I don't know, the land is, like, falling out from behind you or something, and you got to press a button and do all these, and that's, like, the gods helping you, right? They're, like, yeah. letting you, like... They give yeah. you, like, special powers, like you tap on like one type of God or whatever, who uh, can help you jump really far or something. Yeah. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. cool. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Last theme was an artsy game where you fatten awkwardness, but you gradually turn into a monster. (laughs) Which (laughs) like, I don't even know, like fatten awkwardness what does that even mean i don't know so uh, yeah i don't know could have been that that one could have been a funny theme probably but i think my brain is much more literal so literally what i'm doing is i'm making this puzzle game it's kind of a puzzle game i guess it's more of a timing game where you have a timer on the screen you know because there's a time limit and the time limit uh or the timer kind of like rotates around the screen and like changes size and stuff and then um 
it says you have you align your friends under the time limit so basically on part of the screen you have this like group of friend character looking people and you have to actually just put them underneath the time limit that's moving around in the allotted time and if you don't do that then you lose if you do nice. do that then you move on to the next round which might be faster or whatever nice so, yeah so that's what i've been working on i've i had this weird situation come up that i worked on for like probably two hours right before we started podcasting uh where the way that unity does ui i mean to it probably makes sense but to me it it just seems odd because the ui by default is in its own kind of like separate space um and so it's like you know, it's on top of your game world, basically, right? And what I was trying to basically do was make it so these characters, your friends, uh, you have to, like, drag and drop them underneath this time limit, and I wanted them to be able to, like, run into each other and so that, like, it's hard to put them underneath it. Like, they, if you, they run into each other, they bounce off, and then you have to, like, try and uh, scramble to get them all underneath the timer at the right time. Um, but I was having some problems with like the collision detection and everything. And that's because they're all UI objects. So I had to like mess around with all kinds of stuff, trying to get it to work. And I never got it to work the way that I really want to, but it's, it's okay. I'm going to have to just push forward. But there's like, what came up was this idea about UI objects being able to interact with normal game objects, which are in like a different plane of existence, basically. And trying to get them to be able to like physically interact, which is just weird. So I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff that came up with that. So if anybody has ideas on that, <laughs> like let me know. Hit us up on Discord or whatever. Yeah, but or on Twitter. Or I'm having yeah, fun. Yeah. Uh, it's always fun being a part of game jams, um, especially when it's supporting someone you know and krasenstein's a good dude so i like being a part of his game jam yeah so. that kind of <clears throat> segues nicely into something we should have talked about at the start <laughs> of the podcast yeah for sure dude um which is omg jam 3 right what 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 um, omg jam 3 2018 oh 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 <laughs> uh <laughs> People uh, have been really excited for o OMG Jam 3. I've been really excited for OMG Jam 3. And uh, we've been wanting to like, set it far enough in advance that as many people as possible can join, um, but also close enough that it's exciting. And unfortunately, we have like a happy medium that is uh, less exciting, but more, um, I hope, stable for everybody. So... Um, at this moment in time, uh, it, it is due to change, maybe, uh, in which case you'll never know about this, but um, <laughs> we're kind of looking at the weekend of February, February 9th, 10th, and 11th, um, and uh, giving you a whole weekend to, of course, just, uh, you know, create a game using one mechanic mm. or more. We don't really give a fuck, but yep. uh, the the spirit of the jam is that uh, it if you want to make something simple and fast and dirty, uh, then you can go ahead and make something simple, fast and dirty. Just make it a game, you know, make a game. Um, yeah. Did we want to do like some, like, did we want to spice this one up? Some some sort of theme <laughs> some sort or of something theme. like that? We could. Um, yeah, I was, well, because we, we had talked about doing it in December, 
and doing like a uh, Christmas doing theme. like a winter theme. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I like I really like the idea again of just continuing the one mechanic game jam to you know keep it open for people who are new to game development. So I'm excited about keeping that theme, but like as a more specific theme. I have to ponder on that. I'm not really sure. You were well, saying... and we could always just release a theme, you know, like every other game jam, like the day the jam starts, if we really wanted to. Yeah, keep it under wraps. Um, and... Yeah, if you guys have a preference on that, like shoot us a tweet, you know, say like, uh, yeah, I don't like the idea of a theme. You know, like I had some friends that were looking at joining, or I'm trying to talk people into it, a theme's going to scare them away. Or yeah. if you really want a theme, um, then then tell us. Uh, What's funny use the is... Hashtag, use the hashtag... OMG Jam. Yep. No three. <laughs> yeah, just OMG Jam. Yes or OMG Jam. No, to tell us oh. your feelings about it. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, um, it's, it's so... funny though because I feel like actually most people uh, that have asked about themes, like they're like, so what's the theme? Like <laughs> one mechanic game jam. What's the theme? And I'm like, the theme is to have a game that's you know one mechanic. <laughs> well, know. and you kind of touched base on it earlier too. Like the whole point, obviously, is to get people new to game development making games. Yep. And um, <clears throat> I'd really love to see people who joined us for OMG Jam Two or even OMG Jam One, like telling their friends, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. like either maybe they're forming a group or maybe they just get some of their friends that are like kind of cautious and new and want like don't know where to start like getting them to like sign up themselves and like make something you yep. know it's like we we don't expect everybody to make something that's super amazing and polished we just really 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 want to give uh new developers like a safe spot to uh you know kind of sharpen their teeth as it were yeah yeah that's that was like i said last episode one of the best experiences i had all last year was the first game jam we did because we were out in the wild trying to figure something out on our own, and we we had never been on the spot quite like that, you know? We'd always had I Ben even, Tristan like, holding my hand. Yeah, yeah, dude. I love that. Like, I was I was telling somebody about that game uh, earlier this week, you know? They're like, you know, they're like, oh, so, like, you're trying to make games and stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, like, give me an example of some of the stuff you guys have done. And so I just I just told them about, <clears throat> um, you know, of course, Castle Mass Fast Blaster and... Um, iceberg mm-hmm. and uh and they're like so what's the iceberg like you don't play <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was a lot of fun exp- i finally just had to show him you know i was like yeah. here it is like just look at it he's like cool uh, so like a video <laughs> hell yeah dude hell yeah yeah unashamed no, not ashamed either yeah so that's coming up mark your guys calendars we will uh, keep you posted on when we have the game jam created it's going to be on itch.io again and uh it's going to be a lot of fun i'm excited for it could be on itch.io we are the proud owners of omgjam.com shoot dude that's right yeah that'd be a lot of work though to get some i mean we could just do like a wordpress site but yeah uh, it could be something that's like in tandem with uh itch yeah 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 that's right we talked about that that'd be a good idea actually yeah um food for thought for the future for sure hey i did want to uh to mention our good good buddy again joshua rankin man msw games uh my secret weapon games uh we got some really good feedback from him and as we always do i want to shout him out again um 
he's been really digging the uh, the daily challenges, which have been a blast for me to just come up with. But uh, oh, I love I. That's the first thing I look up every morning. <laughs> really, I always, oh, I'm just like, oh, what he posts this morning. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's hard to come up with something, but. I, I kind of uh, like I've been thinking to myself this last week. I'm like, you know what? I thought about it this morning because I was up at 3 a.m. Like I woke okay. up and I just couldn't go to bed. So I was like, I'm staying awake. Yeah. I almost was like, I, I was like, I should just hop on Discord and Twitter and like commandeer the daily chat. <laughs> but I, I haven't done it. So Dude, peek it's... behind the curtain for you guys. I haven't done any like I haven't <laughs> invented any of the daily challenges at all. So It's totally good if you do that, too. Like I, I no pressure either way. But like if you want to just do it, man. Um, yeah, cause, cause I'm, you I'm have gonna, many ideas that I days. don't have. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he had mentioned uh, in an email he sent us about just how beneficial the meditation one, the daily challenge of meditating for 10 minutes was. And uh, man, I just want to encourage you guys, like, if you're having stress, if you're, you know, feeling kind of under a lot of pressure or whatever, Seriously consider taking like, even if it's like two minutes, two minutes to, to meditate, download the Calm app, it's free, um, and just invest a little bit of time meditating. Yeah. Like sit in a quiet room, close your eyes, you don't have to do anything crazy, like you don't have to do ohms and have a mantra and all that kind of stuff, you can if you want, but like literally all it really is is just like taking a break and letting your mind like just be itself. You know, and I I think like I was singing the this week because I've done it I've done it all every day all week nice. and uh, and I was singing about it this week and I think one of the biggest parts about it is like it's like I, I don't know man it, it I think the biggest part of it is the breathing like yeah it's so refreshing mm-hmm. it is so refreshing <laughs> and I was thinking like you know I was like yeah thinking back to when I was using calm. And it's like the first lesson is like just every, every time it's like take that. Take a deep breath. Hold it in, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit more. Okay, let it out. Now take another one, you know, and then start going. And it's like I, I, I just couldn't help this week but thinking like how important the breathing was to it all. Well, you don't breathe like that ever throughout the day. I mean, let's oh, like God, you, yeah. we're all hunched you know? over. Yeah. And we're like we don't pay attention know. to our posture. We don't pay attention to our breathing. We don't actually really think about how we're feeling. Like, I don't know how many times, especially when I'm doing game dev where I'm like today or whatever, doing a game jam, spend like three or four hours straight without even like taking a drink of water or whatever. And then I realize yeah. all of a sudden, like, damn, I am hungry, you know, like not yeah. paying attention at all. And so meditation just kind of gives you that, I don't know if I want to call it excuse, but like forces you to think about how your body and your mind is feeling. And sometimes it can really reveal a lot about yourself. You know, you may yeah. not realize what kind of a mental state you're in until you take a few minutes to actually have that thought and check in with your mind, you know? So... Um, yeah, I, was... I really encourage anybody to do it too. I've been trying to get my wife to do it for a couple of weeks now because she's has a very high stress job. Oh yeah, man. And, I think uh, that would help a lot. And, yeah. Uh, tangentially. And, and th- oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say the only reason also we recommend Calm is because it, it gives you like a lesson basically. It's like a free meditation lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, if you wanted to look it up how to meditate other ways uh, and do it on your own, like that's great. You don't need Calm to do it. I, yeah, there's you know, lots of YouTube use videos an app too. Yeah. Yeah, some like some people prefer nothing, like just doing it on their own. And yeah, 
that's you know whatever way you like is fine <laughs> yeah but, but uh, uh, what were you gonna say tangentially oh yeah we're tangentially the clock here so yeah we'll wrap up but uh this week i started yoga uh oh which was oh, awesome with adrian uh, yoga with adrian dude <laughs> uh I'm doing the 30 days of yoga challenge and what I'm doing, I'm not doing them back to back. Um, cause it, you know, they're like 30 to 40 minutes, which takes up a lot of time. And so I'm alternating between yoga and like cardio workouts, like running and stuff. And man, I'm like, it didn't feel hard while I was doing it, but afterwards I like, I woke up and I was so sore the next day. Like, because my muscles don't, like, move in those positions very often, yeah. you know? Um, so, like, it's been a long-time goal of mine to be uh, more flexible. And I've never been a flexible person. And I, like, thinking about the future when I'm getting older and stuff, my I'm going to have trouble with my joints and muscles and stuff if I don't, like, work on becoming more flexible so that's one of my goals this year is to make yoga a part of my weekly routines basically um and so that that also too it kind of like it ties into meditation um a little bit because it's checking in with your body it's seeing how your body feels in different positions and stuff and i could be wrong too but i think like yoga uh was instituted as like uh maybe this is just an urban legend, but it was instituted as like a type of like bodily meditation. Oh, could be. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they have, uh, kind of like in the same vein as like Tai Chi, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. I actually, when I'm done here, I'm going to do, go do a yoga video cause I need to do one today. Heck um, yeah, man. I so gotta yeah. do some yoga. I gotta jump in on that. I've been like talking about it, talking <laughs> about it. I think, the, I think the, the kettle's almost boiled over. I gotta, I gotta step up my game. Yeah, man. I think this, this is going to be a year of action. We got the 2018 midterms, <laughs> uh, and we have lots of game dev stuff and life goals. You, you crank out a hundred a year. Um, I didn't get a hundred. I have probably 15, but I think most of them are just good life goals that are feasible. So I'm excited yeah. for this year. I think 2018 is going to just blow our minds. We might heck get yeah. we might get some presence in the White House too. We'll see. Oh heck yeah, man! <laughs> Anyways, <sighs> all right. Well, I think that's a good a place as any to try to put pull the pin on this one and uh, and let it go. We're kind of we're we're aiming a little short this week just because I'm on a time crunch. So I apologize. And Taylor's got to go be- get back to Crash Jam. But um, what? I'll be streaming later, so. Heck yeah. So, on by. so um, yeah, please. I got one request for listeners. <coughs> Actually, I got a couple requests. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay them all out to you right now. Number one, if you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please go on iTunes uh, or Stitcher, your favorite podcast app, and, and leave us a rating and a review if you got time. And uh, when people see those stars and people see people talking about how passionate they are about listening to us, it really helps us go a long ways in like gaining visibility and, uh, and, and, you know, helping find our target audience, which is people just like you, hopefully. So, you know, please, please, please do that. If you have the time. Um, oh God, what else was I going to say? Oh, okay. So then the other thing is, you know, tweet us about the theme. 
for OMG Jam 3, like I said, use hashtag OMG Jam Yes for uh, you'd like to have a theme, OMG Jam No, uh, that you don't want to have a theme. And let us know what you think on Twitter. You can also email us or just hit us up on the Discord server if that's where you're at. If you want to ask us to the Discord server, just shoot us a tweet. We're at Game Devs Quest. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash airpodcast. And as always, you can email us at gdq at airpodcast.com. Um, now, real quick, one last request. Um, <clears throat> I have recently created a Twitter account for my Dungeons & Dragons character on my other podcast, Chaotic Amateurs. And uh, the other one of my other players has, too, created a t- Twitter account for his Dungeons & Dragons character. And uh, he's bragging that he's going to have more followers than me. And um, maybe he's right. <laughs> but if you guys like me and you don't like uh, pompous half-elf paladins, um, then you can follow my character <laughs> on Twitter. He's uh, chaotic underscore Durok, spelled D-U-R-O-K. Um, Durok Dragonsbane, if you just want to search. So anyway, no worries if you don't want to, but I'd appreciate being able to shove it down uh, my buddy's throat. Uh, he, he doesn't know what he's in for, so. Um, well, I have a, I have a challenge for you this week, Rhett. Okay. <laughs> I want you to uh, be more active on our Discord. <laughs> yeah, I, I so should. Maybe... I've been trying. I've been trying to. I've been a little better this week. You can probably notice. So. Yeah, yeah. No, you're doing good. And it's not. It's not to to like harp on you or give you any kind of negativity, but. That's my challenge for you. If you want people to sub to your elf, dude, you gotta you gotta sub to them in Discord. <laughs> oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh, All right, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I'll make some posts. <laughs> I'll do some conversations. Um, <laughs> I will do some conversation. <laughs> I will do conver. <laughs> Am I doing it correct? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Making a conversation. <laughs> doing conversation with humans. <laughs> um. Oh, Cool, man. My challenge to you, uh, I don't know if you've picked it up and started reading uh, Between the World and Me yet. Have you read any of that? I've read three pages. <laughs> uh, I want you to read the first section this week. It's, it's like right. 60, 70 pages, something like that, but I believe you can All do right. it. Uh, the pages are short, and I blasted through it today. I read 70 pages today, and um, easily the most powerful book we've read yet. So, oh, dude, yeah. Uh, Those three pages took me like 20 minutes to read because I was like taking notes every paragraph. And yeah, like... I had to reread the first like five, ten pages myself because I, it, first of all, it's just written very intellectually and you got to like really kind of get into that tone. Um, yeah. But then after that, dude, I just blasted through it and uh, I took notes along the way and it easily, easily the most powerful book we've ever read. Uh, you guys are interested uh, I'm going to butcher the author's name, um, but it's, uh, Let me it's look at Ta-Nehisi it, Coates. Oh, yeah, Ta-Nehisi Coates. I think you said Ta-Nehisi it right. ta Coates, and he wrote a book called Between the World and Me, uh, and it is, a, it is basically an open letter to his uh, son, One Black Man to Another. So check that out if you're interested. It's really great. And I think that's all we got for you guys this week. So, Taylor, unless you got anything else. That's it, man. Thanks, guys, for tuning in, and uh, have a good week. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. I'm Rhett. I'm Taylor. Peace out. Cue that music. Oh, yeah. (laughs)